So before we get started on the show today, a listener reached out and they said, Bill, are you going to do a review of Demon X Machina? And I said, you know, I'm not going to be picking that game, that game up anytime soon. And they said, would you mind if I called in with my thoughts on the game? And I said, go for it. Just keep in mind that it's going to cut you off after one minute. So you only have one minute to get this information out. So uh, pay it, uh, after the show, if you want to listen to a listener's thoughts about Demon X Machina, uh, uh, AgroKrog sent in their thoughts about that game. So uh, pay attention after the show and uh, you'll get to hear all about it. Thanks, AgroKrog. Hello, Luke. Hey, listen. On episode 409 of Nintendo Switchcraft, my thoughts on the Switch Lite, Joy-Cons still be drifting, and Auto Chess is coming to the Switch. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. This is DragonCon, and you're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. Welcome back. Switchcraft is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. You can tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like you. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. If you want to leave a voicemail, that wasn't a voicemail that you heard at the beginning of the show. That was actually... Uh, the audience that was uh, in front of us at our Nintendo panel at DragonCon this year. Uh, but if you want to leave a voicemail, I may even play it on the show by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device. Uh, reminder that we are doing a giveaway on Saturday for a $10 eShop gift card. Uh, the winner last week was Gazaraki. And uh, if you want more information on how to join the giveaway, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash giveaway. Let's get started without any other nonsense. Oh, you know what? No, I've got a little nonsense. Uh, I just want to thank everybody again who nominated Nintendo Switchcraft for a podcast award. Uh, I was nominated. That's the second time in a year that the show was nominated, but we did not win. Uh, but congratulations to all the winners. Uh, I just appreciate the fact that so many people decided to take time out of their day to nominate my show. You guys are fantastic. And hey, you know what? Better luck next year. All right, let's get started. I want to talk about I want to talk about this. This is my wife's Nintendo Switch Lite, and uh, I set it up for her before. Like I, I got it out of the box, and I set up an account because she didn't have a Nintendo Switch account. I um, installed a couple of games, so I installed Stardew Valley for her because I knew that that's a uh, a game that she would like. I installed a game. Uh, it doesn't matter what games I installed. I, I put some games on here for. Her. Uh, that I thought that she would enjoy. And uh, yesterday, we had a a trip down to go see my daughter. Um, It was my daughter's birthday on Tuesday. She's 21 now. And it was my wife's birthday yesterday. So I gave my wife this, and she played it on the way down uh, to go see my daughter at college. And, uh, you know, she really enjoyed it. But I want to talk about my experience with it. I have to say that this is far more comfortable in your hands than the regular 
Nintendo Switch. It really is. The regular Nintendo Switch is a fantastic device. It's, it's awesome. But it's also pretty damn heavy. In fact, when I first got my Nintendo Switch, I live-streamed me opening it uh, over at my Twitch channel. And that is the first thing that I remarked. When I pulled it out of the box, I was like, oh my god, this thing is really heavy for its size. This is a very dense product. Uh, very, very heavy. And the Switch Lite is just that. It is it is much, much lighter. Uh, like, I, I don't know how much lighter. I know that they say on Nintendo's website, and I forgot to look before the show, so you can look it up if you really care about the numbers, but this is noticeably lighter. Uh, it's very comfortable in the hand. I feel like the buttons are better on the Switch Lite than on the... Uh, the Switch V. I, this is the Switch V2. Uh, the buttons on the Switch V2 are a little clickier than on the Switch Lite. Uh, the joysticks feel exactly the same. Uh, the the minus button on the Switch Lite is still awful. It's an it's a horrible horrible design. And of course, Nintendo stayed with it. Uh, but overall, the the Switch Lite is a really really great system. And I have to say that. If you don't care about getting your Switch up on your TV screen, like if that's not something that matters to you, then this is the system for you. It is $100 cheaper. It has a better battery life than the original Switch. Not not a better battery life than the Switch V2, but a better battery life than the original Switch, which came out in um, uh, March 3rd, 2017. Um it's more comfortable, it is lighter, and easier to take places on the go, and un- unless you care about plugging this into a, um, a TV, then this is, the, this is the device. This is the one that you want, in my opinion. I just think it's so much better in every way, except for the one way that I, as a content creator, absolutely need... And that is to be able to get HDMI out so that I can play it on a screen and record my footage so that I can make YouTube videos and stream on Twitch and stuff like that. Um, if I were not somebody who created content in that way, I would absolutely trade in my Switch for a Switch Lite because it is just so much lighter and more comfortable. It's really good. Uh, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of it. I'm not going to get one for myself because it's just not seamless going between two different consoles from Nintendo. Uh, It's not seamless at all, but I think that that this is the one that you want. I think it's better. Uh, Anyway, now you know what I think. Let's talk about what other people think. And uh, some lawyers still say that the Joy-Con drift, that class action lawsuit that I told you about before... Uh, that's moving forward, and now it includes the Switch Lite. Now, this, I I don't really agree with this. The Switch Lite, by the way, um, let me actually bring up the, the controller calibration, and I didn't actually test this yet. I'm going to go into controllers, and um, maybe I won't do this right now because it'll be distracting, but uh, the, the, the original Switch, the problem with the controllers, the, the problem with the, the joysticks is that over time, they wear out, okay? And because they wear out, eventually it just stops working very well. 
And uh, here, I'm going to go into calibrate control sticks. There we go. Uh, yeah, so I'm getting no, you can't see this because it's my camera just, I shut off auto balance. So uh, you can't see it, but it, it's dead center. It's working fine. Um, the problem is, is with, with the original switch is that the joysticks were wearing out over time. Not that there was something wrong with them uh, from a manufacturer's defect. With the Switch Lite, there are some uh, systems out there that have a manufacturer's defect. I've talked about this on the show before, and I said, look, whenever you make lots and lots, and, and I was on Nintendo Pulse this week in another Nintendo podcast, and we talked about it there too, and I said exactly the same thing. When you make many, many, many devices, there are going to be a percent of a percent that are going to be bad devices. And as you make lots of them, that percent of the percent adds up to a fairly large number. And that fairly large number uh, will be shipped out and in the hands of people who have portable television studios uh, or, you know, phones. And then they can post a video to YouTube so that they can get clicks. And I'm not saying that the people who are making these YouTube videos of the uh, drift on the Switch Lite I'm not saying that they're making anything up. I don't think that that's true for a second. I guarantee that those people are having problem with their Switch, but it is not the same problem that is happening with the uh, original Switch. At least, I don't think so. Bill, are you an engineer? No, I'm not. Bill, did you take apart your Switch? No, I don't. I'm just going with my gut, all right? And that's that's how I roll around here. I, I go with my gut. Uh, I'm just winging it, and I don't think that that is the case because the the switch light has not had a chance for the part to wear out yet so the idea that this class action lawsuit uh from uh kim eichels swartz kinner donaldson smith uh I, this class action lawsuit where they are suing nintendo i i don't believe that, that this is the same problem. It is a different problem. Now, I am also not a lawyer, so I don't know if that's an important thing when it comes to a class action lawsuit or not. Uh, but it says here, the amended complaint alleges that the Joy-Con controllers are defective, leading to a phenomenon known as drift. Um, also claims that Joy-Cons are in breach of warranty, fraud, and violations of numerous state consumer protection statutes. Okay. Nintendo already has said, hey, if you have bad Joy-Cons, send them to us and we will replace them. Actually, no, they didn't. They didn't say that. Remember, I got in trouble before when I called Nintendo and I said that they said that because that's what they told me and I recorded it and I posted it. And then uh, less than reputable sites like Gizmodo called me a liar. Uh, So I guess Nintendo didn't say that, even though the guy at Nintendo did say that. Um, but that's pretty much what's been happening is that people have been getting their joy cons replaced for free, uh, at least here in the States. And I've heard as well in other places. Uh, so I don't know that the class action lawsuit really needs to go forward since Nintendo is making it right, but who knows? Uh, I just wanted to let you, you all know that it's still going forward and maybe you can get 12 cents or, or something if you join that, that lawsuit. All right, 
I don't want to keep talking about that stuff. Let's talk about something much more interesting. Let's talk about a game that I've heard a lot about, but I've never played. And I've I've heard that it's fantastic. And that's called Auto Chess. Uh, Auto Chess basically was like a mod for, I think it was Dota? I could be wrong, but I think it was Dota or maybe League of Legends. Uh, no, it's a Dota 2 mod, which is funny because Dota 2 was actually a Warcraft 3 mod. Uh, if if you go, or Dota 1, Defense of the Ancients, Dota, uh, was originally a Warcraft 3 mod. And now we have a, a, a Dota 2 mod that became this game Auto Chess, where it basically it's a last man standing kind of game where I, I don't really understand it. I tried downloading it once and I was like, I don't get it. It's free, so whatever. Uh, but why am I talking about it? I'm talking about it because it's coming to Nintendo Switch in 2020. It's coming to PS4 uh, in 2019. And I know that there's a lot of people out there who are excited for uh, auto chess. Like, for a while, it's all anybody was talking about. Not me, because I tried playing it, and I was like, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. Perhaps that's because I haven't played very much League of Legends or Dota. Uh, like, those are games that I they aren't really in my wheelhouse. I played a bunch of Heroes of the Storm, but that plays so much different than other MOBAs. Um, but Auto Chess is coming to the Nintendo Switch <clears throat> excuse me, in 2020. And I gotta say, I am definitely going to check it out. Uh, there's... Okay, Vaxxer uh, in chat says, it's time to put some toxicity... To the switch and look i don't know what the auto what the tools are like in this game but let me let me give you my experience with playing a game that has a lot of toxicity in it heroes of the storm if you are very what's the word i want to look for liberal with your um mute button like if someone's a uh if someone is a jack and you don't like them because they say something that is offensive, then just mute them and move on with your life. Do not engage them. Don't talk to them. Don't try and convince them, hey man, you shouldn't act that way because they don't care what you think. They don't care. So just mute them and go on with your life and it'll be better. And there are going to be people, especially in these very, very... um. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, very, very highly competitive games that are going to be... I'm trying to think of a word that's not offensive. They're just going to be jerks, all right? They're going to be jerks. And, uh, you know, you you don't have to engage the jerks. You can ignore the jerks. You can move on from the jerks and just play your game. Uh, that that's That's how I look at it. So, yeah... These kind of games tend to bring a lot of toxicity. You don't have to engage with that. Now, this is uh, this is in, important to keep in mind is that in, along with this, there are future updates that are planned to the game to auto chess. And one of those updates is an in-game voice chat feature for duos. So you you may have somebody who is actually, instead of typing things, saying things. Do we know if that's going to come to the Switch? I don't know yet. Uh, I'm not super excited for auto chess coming to the Switch, but I'm very curious. Uh, I, I'm very curious as to what this game is like, and hopefully, once it's on console, 
the instructions are a little more, I don't know, maybe they make a little more, more sense to me. I want to talk about something that I am excited about, and that is, this is so damn cool. Uh, some somebody is working on making. Do you remember the Super Mario Brothers Super Show? Hey, Paisanos, you know that. Uh, somebody is basically making a Mario game that has that art style in it, and it looks gorgeous. Like this is very reminiscent of Cuphead. And good God, I would just absolutely love it if Nintendo would 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 hire this person to make this Mario game because this looks so, so damn cool. And they're saying that the the, the show does not hold up well. Uh, you are absolutely right. The show does not hold up well. That show looks, or, or it, it is not a good show. But uh, the art style holds up well, I think. And it looks fantastic when this guy's animation skills are insanely good. Uh, I definitely want to check this out. Unfortunately, I'm sure that at some point, Nintendo is going to shut it down and not let this kind of thing happen. But you know what I would like more? I would like more if Nintendo would take a page from uh, from Sega, where Sonic the Hedgehog, or or Sega, uh, decided rather than sue... Uh, I forget the first name, but their last name was Whitehead. Uh, and they made a fantastic Sonic game. And rather than sue them, they hired them and said, hey, why don't you make this game? We'll call it Sonic Mania and uh, we'll bring it out on all the systems and stuff. So uh, Christian Whitehead, I think is his name, uh, ended up making that and uh, working with his team to make a what amounts to one of the best Sonic games ever. And, uh, I, and I just love that game. And if Nintendo would do that with this Mario Brothers Super Show um, side-scrolling game, I just think that that would be awesome. Uh, Christian Whitehead. Thank you, Vaxxer. I think I said that, but I'm not sure now. All right. Let's take a break. We'll hear from a sponsor. And when we come back... Uh, Nintendo is throwing a little surprise at us. Let's let's uh, stick around. Target announces the grand opening sale of its 19 new Los Angeles stores. Target's exploding prices on ColecoVision. Experience arcade game quality with push-button keyboards and eight-direction joysticks. Complete with Donkey Kong cartridge for just $169.99. All right, we are back. Thank you very much to our sponsors for uh, supporting the show and helping us out. Uh, Nintendo surprised me this morning. Uh, I started looking through my feed, my my Twitter feed, and I, I kept seeing uh, Brain Age showing up. Brain Age is coming to the Nintendo Switch. And I have to say, I'm not somebody who really cares about Brain Age all that much. It, like, it is not exciting for me. I didn't play the original Brain Age at all. But what I will say is that I think that... This will play a thousand times better than it did on the um, what's uh, on the on the on the DS, and the reason that it's going to play better on the DS is because 
Brain Age, well, for multiple reasons. First off, this is multiplayer, which is really cool, or it has the ability to be multiplayer, which is really cool. Uh, but another reason that I find this uh, in- interesting is because this game is going to be on a system with a capacitive screen, not a pressure-sensitive screen, not a resistive touchscreen, but a capacitive screen. And as somebody who has used a stylus on a resistive touchscreen and on a uh, capacitive touchscreen, writing on a capacitive touchscreen feels more like writing. So Nintendo is selling a stylus that goes along with this game. You're going to hold your Nintendo Switch sideways and you can you can just do like little little brain training things which is kind of cool one of the things that they show off in the video is that you can like play rock paper scissors by uh holding the right joy con which the right joy con has a sensor uh, a light sensor in the bottom or an infrared sensor and so it'll see your hand and you can make rock paper scissors shapes with your hand and play against the computer which is kind of cool. You can also uh, do math real quick with by just holding up your hand. It's neat. It's neat. And that's the thing about Brain Age that you have to remember is it's just neat. Now, when is this coming out? It comes to uh, Japan in December. Uh, I don't think that we have any information about when it is coming to the U.S., uh, but I'm sure that it will. It was a. It was actually a pretty damn popular game when it when it came out on the uh on the d on the ds was it the ds or the 3ds i can't remember off the top of my head because again i never played it but i think i think that this is really cool and i love that nintendo is bringing this out now i think that what i really want nintendo i want nintendo to bring this i want nintendo to bring nintendogs and nintendcats because that was a very big seller on the DS line, and I want them to bring um, uh, the 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 Wii Sports games. Like these are games that were incredibly popular, and they're they're games that they don't really appeal to me all that much. But I know that there's a lot of people out there that these games will appeal to, and that just means that more Switch systems will sell. And if more Switch systems sell, then more people are going to be interested in listening to podcasts about Nintendo, and more people will listen to this show. So, uh, completely selfishly, I want Nintendo to bring Wii Sports, uh, Brain Age Training, and Nintendogs and Nintend Cats to get more Switch consoles out in the wild. Uh, I think that I think it looks really cool. Uh, Johnny Lincoln chat says, can you not play it on the light since it doesn't have that sensor? And that's a really good question because the Switch Lite does not have that sensor. Uh, my guess is that you probably wouldn't be able to play that mode. And he's talking about the mode where that has the rock, paper, scissors where you hold it up, the rock, paper, scissors. Uh, probably not. You would not be able to play it that way. However, you know, like there's, I guess there's lots of modes in these games. So perhaps you'd still be able to play it and that mode would be locked on a Switch Lite. Uh, it shows more of the limitations of the Switch Lite, though I still think that this system is the system to get if you don't care about being able to play on your TV. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, of course, Blitzkrieg 2121 clears everything up for us by saying you could play with an external Joy-Con. I totally forgot that uh, this allows you to play games with an external Joy-Con because it like 
it's great that they allow it. I can't imagine why you would until things like this happen. So thank you very much, Blitzkrieg. Um, I think that that's awesome. Uh, all right, let's talk about EA. EA is getting review bombed, and I know... Okay, here's, here's the reason people are upset with EA right now. EA has the license to FIFA. FIFA is probably the biggest sports game that there is anywhere. And essentially, they put a new cover on FIFA 19, put some new skins on the game, and called it good and called it FIFA 20. And right now, this game has a .2 score for users on Metacritic. Now, I'm all for people saying, hey, this is a bad game. And if it's a bad game, then it's a bad game and it deserves a bad score. However, I still don't... I, I, I think that what EA did is dumb. I think what EA did is bad. I think what EA did deserves people to not buy the game. I think that the EA to just turn around and skin last year's game and release it again as, as this year's game, I think that is slimy and dirty and kind of, I don't know, just scummy. It's just scummy. I don't know why anybody's surprised. It's EA. EA tends to do things that, that, that tick people off. That's just the way it is right now. Surprise mechanics. Um, But I still say that it's not right for people to review bomb them because a game should be reviewed based on its merits without comparing it to another game, I guess. So as you play the game, and I know that this is a this is an exercise in futility, but when you play a game, you should decide is this game fun, not is this game what I expected? Um and in my case, I would say well, first off, I wouldn't say that it's fun because I don't care about FIFA. I don't care about soccer games. It d does EA deserve to get a bad rating on this game? Probably. Does it, does it deserve a point too? Probably not. I wouldn't say that that is deserved, but I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this because EA is doing some crappy stuff, but then people are review bombing, which takes away the point of doing reviews. If you're just always going to review bomb everything as a zero stars out of five every time somebody does something that upsets you, then it, it makes the reviews meaningless. And that's the way I look at it. So I think it's lame that people are review bombing it. Uh, just don't buy the game if they're gonna if, if EA is going to do this. And that's really going to be the thing that teaches them the most because they're still going to make a bunch of money on this game. And they're going to make a bunch of money on this game because most people don't pay attention to those reviews. They just go to the store and they're like, hey, there's FIFA. I like FIFA. I'm going to buy the next FIFA. And so then they're going to buy it. They're going to take it home and they're going to play it. And they'll probably be fine with it. But if you really don't want to, if you want to punish EA, stop buying their products. If it ticks you off that EA is behaving like this, then stop buying their products. What will eventually happen if everybody does this is EA won't be able to pay for the license for FIFA. 
they'll say, look, nobody buys the FIFA games. We can't afford to pay for a FIFA license because nobody pays for it. And then maybe somebody else will get that uh, that license and they'll be able to get the FIFA license. And then we'll have the 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 FIFA made by somebody else and it's awesome. You know, the same thing with if you don't if if you don't like what uh, EA did with Star Wars. My personal opinion is EA turned it around with Star Wars Battlefront. And that turned out to be a really fun game that I like a lot. But if you don't like it, if you don't like those kind of games, if you don't like EA doing stuff like that, then just don't buy any of their stuff. If enough people do that for long enough, EA will just go away. That's how it'll work. Anyway, uh, let's talk about something awesome. Minecraft Dungeons. Minecraft Dungeons uh, has an opening cinematic out on um, uh, out on uh, the YouTubes, as I like to call them. And oh, I'm so excited for this. It's it's Diablo meets Minecraft, and it looks so fun. And I got to be honest, my son brought it up to me the other day. He said, hey, Dad, are you going to get Minecraft Dungeons? And, and he was talking about it uh, at the same time as he was talking about Minecraft World, which is this weird AR game that you play with your phones. And I was like, you know, I don't think so, because I forgot what Minecraft Dungeons was. I forgot that it was basically Diablo in Minecraft which sounds really cool and i love i love a good arpg so uh yes i'm gonna be getting this game and when he gets home i'm gonna show him this video because he's gonna be excited about it It, like minecraft dungeons looks fantastic i can't wait to play it it's gonna be super super fun and uh i'm excited for dungeons i think it's gonna be awesome so yes, uh, yes to my son, I am going to play this, even though yesterday I said no. And the reason I said no is because I forgot what it was. And I thought he was talking about the Minecraft world where you uh, use your AR thing. All right, we've got one minute left, so I've got to go fast. Um, oh gosh, what was it? Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 got its uh, big DLC pack uh, with a bunch of vampire-themed characters, which I didn't know that... Um, that the Punisher became a vampire at some point. Uh, I, I guess it's got tons and tons of content in it. I'm not going to pick this up because I've moved on to some other stuff right now. And maybe at some point I'll come back and play more Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I think that game is really, really good. Uh, super fun. And uh, I highly recommend it. But uh, I've just got too much to play right now. And it's in fact, speaking of too much to play... Sitting on my Switch right now, I think I have four games that I have to make videos for uh, that I've just been sitting on because I have not had time to get to them. Uh, uh, Platoon's Party, Ninja Saviors, Rhymelands, and Fight and Rage. Like, I got to make videos for all of those. Oh, and um, Cross Cross Nick Plus which is this cool puzzle game. I thought I made a video for it, but I guess I didn't. So I got a lot to play. I've got a lot to do. And uh, I, I guess that's it for the show. If you want to become part of the community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord, you absolutely should. There's like 500, 600 other people there that you should hang out with. They're awesome people. Uh, if you want to watch the show live, head on over to twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Uh, this show is part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. For more information, check out G- GSTU. Dot net and if you're looking for ways to support the show go to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you the music you're hearing right now is Cornaria Star Fox remix by Noteblock uh, big thank you to them for allowing me to use their music 
I'll see you guys next time. Until then, bye-bye. Damon X Machina is an anime-styled mech action game which was produced by Kenitro Tsukuda who also produced the Armored Core series. In this game you complete missions, gather loot from mechs you destroy, then use that loot to make something better. What I liked is that there's a massive amount of customization, both cosmetic and functional, that allows you to tailor your mech to suit your style. There's lasers, guns, rockets, guided missiles, swords, and shields for you to master, and the massive shoulder-mounted weapons are really awesome. What I didn't like is that the game does a poor job of teaching you how to do these things. There's an end-up manual, but if you don't know what you don't know, then you can't really look anything up, and new players will have no idea why a particular item or skill is useful. There's also very little variety apart from blowing up tiny robots, then mechs, and then every five missions, a massive super robot. Lastly, there's way too much time spending cutscenes, which are skippable, but it's not really gripping. In conclusion, if you love the idea of grinding for loot in anime mechs, this is really the only game in town. For everyone else, I'm pretty sure the anime tropes, lack of mission variety, and steep learning curve are all deal breakers.